Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm J. Ham Rhymes with Mayhem, Executive Director of Counterintelligence Operations at Devolver Digital Entertainment, and this is Robbie. Bam! And today we've got a really exciting show. Um, you know, we kind of alternate back and forth between kind of more serious and more more kind of lighthearted, frivolous stuff. Um, and this week, uh, I'm really excited. Robbie, uh, I know you're excited. Uh, I spent all night working on my list. Top six dinosaurs in video games. Um, favorite dinosaurs in video games, whatever the franchise. And I'm really excited because I spent, like I said, all night working on my list. Going over which dinosaurs I like best, the reasons why. Obviously, Yoshi's on the list, but I won't tell you where. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited to do this this episode with you, Robbie. JM, I'm not 100% sure how to break this to you, but we're not going to talk about our favorite dinosaurs in video games today. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah... I know I promised, oh, and, you know, it was going to be a special surprise treat for you because you've been doing such great work recently, but something slightly less exciting has come along, and I feel uh, like we owe it to our listeners to give it to them. Okay. All right. So, Thanks, 2020. Ugh, 2020 strikes again. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Only joking. We're here to talk about a brand new, exciting video game from your favourite independent publishers, Devolver Digital, and developer Ronimo. I think it's Ronimo. Oh. It could be Ronimo. Ronimo? We should probably Ronimo. we should probably ask them before we do this podcast. Huh? Yeah, maybe. It's a good job they're not sat listening to this entire introduction without being allowed to say anything until we introduce them, isn't it? Robbie, I've got some bad news. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, we have Robin from Ronimo. Wait, no, I'm Robbie. You're Robbie. He's Robin. Oh. Yeah. And he'll unmute any second now. I will. Hello. Robin? Oh. <laughs> he was here all along. I was here all along. Ghost. <laughs> you see, you can't trust these developers, man. They're sneaky. Sneaky. How are you doing, Robin? I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, it's an exciting day to reveal our new project. Um, yeah, indeed. And to Two be honest, I was just listening to this great podcast right before I came on, and they were going to talk about their favorite dinosaurs in video games. Um, I I know I have to be here. I'm real sorry about missing out, but damn, this was going to be a great day. And now I'm uh, here. <laughs> do you happen to have a favorite dinosaur in a video game? I just asked myself that same question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really sure actually uh, i bet i do I bet, I bet by the end that's, of this that, uh let's get uh, back to that that's the end of the we'll circle podcast, back I'm afraid. circle back no that's it i'm done <laughs> <laughs> no we are of course here to talk to robin about blight bow actually no jm you should say this shouldn't you because okay yeah say the name light bound oh <laughs> was that not it it was blight Blightbound. Blightbound. That's really good. You should do a trailer for what us. You <laughs> yeah? Oh, I'd love to. That'd be great. Hey, that sounds familiar. I wonder <laughs> if it's because JM did do the voiceover for the Blightbound trailer. He did. Um, and if you he haven't did. seen it yet, you should really go check it out. You should actually stop the podcast right now and go and watch the trailer and listen to JM's amazing voiceover and then come back. Yeah, we'll be here. Talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Yoshi's on everybody's list, though. Right? Obviously, Yoshi's on everybody's yeah, obviously. list. Did you say she? Uh, no. Is Yoshi? I mean, I know oh, Yoshi, Yoshi lays a lot of eggs. But... Yoshi. It was there all um, along. It was right in whoa. front of our face. Whoa. This got real. Oh, man. This podcast has already blown people's minds. So, Robin, what's your job? <laughs> uh, I'm a producer at Ronimo Games. Uh, so, oh. I, I work with the folks at Devolver. I, uh, I try to keep everyone on track. Um, and I sort of, I put fires out whenever they come up. 
so, which so I pre- imagine is fairly often. It's yeah. fairly often. I mean, we're there's about thirty of us nowadays, uh, even working wow. remotely now all uh, because of COVID. Uh, so yeah, that's that's still a lot of fires to put out. Mm. Hmm. How how have you guys found uh, the transition to working from home? Um, in some ways, it's it's been pretty easy actually to to get adjusted. I mean, we, we all work on computers, and and most of our communications already go through Slack or, or other communications. So, um, in many ways, I'm actually surprised at how well we've continued to work as a team. But it's it's the the difficulty is really in the smaller things, like just being able to to get up, look at a screen together, um, and exchange some ideas. That those are like the hardest things to to replicate in an online environment. Mm. Um, but hey, we're, we're managing. Uh, the game's actually coming together really well right now. Um, and yeah, I, I really can't complain about this. Wonderful. How, how's it been for That's you? Awesome. I mean, Devolver's always been a distributed team. Is anything different for you nowadays? I mean, I think we don't have as many karaoke parties. But um, we've but had more, like, get-togethers like we've had some more online get-togethers we have a like few online get-togethers yeah. yeah it's quite I think nice we're talking about another one yeah we're all quite lucky really because yeah we we were sort of already used to this i think the, the one drawback for us has been all of the shows being cancelled because it means yeah. that we can't all see each other we can't all, usually we get to meet up you know a few times yeah. a year at least and it's a big deal now that's kind of gone out the window and we still haven't met you yet that's right. Yeah, we usually get to meet the devs. Yeah, that's the fun part about shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually any of the developers. really bummed about missing the the show season this year. I mean, we finally have a new game to show, uh, and it's always been great to to just go out, uh, meet people, have them play the game, and just sort of go through that that very first couple of minutes where people experience the game for the very first time, and just being there and and seeing how they experience mm. it. Um, and I'm really, really bummed out that we're missing that with, with Blackbound this year. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of just, you, you have to just put up with us playing it instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it, it is it is already fun uh, playing with, with people from, from your team um, and, and the other people that we've had in so far. Um, I mean, again, we're really lucky that all of this is online. People can play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just getting that feedback has been really exciting. I mean, that's probably the most exciting part of the final bits of development. Mm. Mm. So I suppose a good place for us to kick things off um, might be for you to describe to us uh, and the listeners at home a little bit more about exactly what Blightbound is. So... Um, for, again, for those who are listening and, and aren't already aware, Blightbound is the new game from Ronimo Games that was announced today. Um, we're publishing it. It is an online co-op action-adventure dungeon crawler RPG. I've just asked Robin to ex- to describe it, and I'm just doing it myself now. So, Robin. You're doing great. Please explain <laughs> this in a, in a much more authoritative way. <laughs> than some asshole. Welcome to the forecast, Robin. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Uh, no, I actually think uh, uh, you're doing pretty good. Uh, Blightbound is a is at its heart a cooperative dungeon crawler. Um, you you and your friends go into the blight as a bunch of heroes uh, with varying skills. You fight through hordes of enemies, gather loot, defeat a boss level up, become more powerful, and then just go right back at it. Um, that, that is really the, the heart of the game. It is all about that, that really cooperative play. Um, and, and that is something that we really wanted to do after we've worked on, on our last game for, I think, about nine years in total. That was a co- competitive online game, and we were sure. really thrilled to dive into cooperative play. Right. So Awesome Noughts was your previous game, correct? Yeah, that that has been our project since, I think, 2009 until, Oof. like, late wow. 2018. Wow. So has that been... Was that all Ronimo worked on previously? 
not really. We also worked on uh, the Swords and Soldiers series. Uh, the, that was actually our, our first like big commercial game uh, that came out on WiiWare in, in 2009. Um, WiiWare, wow. WiiWare, yeah, back in the day. Uh, and then we That's did a sequel crazy. to that uh, again for the for the Wii U in 2015, um, and we developed that sort of in parallel to Astronauts. And that game actually shipped on on PS4 and Switch as well and Steam uh, quite more recently. Huh. Which one? Uh, Sword of Soldiers 2. Sweet. Huh. Check it out. Mm. So um, when did Roman Ronimo start making games, and how did that all come to be? I think uh, I, I wasn't there at the time, but uh, we started out back in 2007, I think, when uh, our, our seven founders actually uh, worked on a project called The Blob while they were studying. Oh, seven yeah. founders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that got picked up by, by THQ, and then, um, but that was really the start of Ronimo as a team. Um, and and they've stuck together ever since. Like everyone who was there 13 years ago is now still there, and we're wow. we are quite a bit bigger. We started out with seven. Yeah. We're coming up on 30 nowadays. Um, wow. And yeah, it's been a it's been a really good ride. As I said, most of that time has been on on Awesome Knots, which came out in 2012 and, and just had a really really strong community. Um, and and that was a ride that we kept uh, a, a game that we kept building on. And expanding, and it, it grew alongside the community, and and that has been really exciting. And if there's anything I hope for mm. with Blightbound, is that we can sort of repeat that. We're going to start off with an early access launch, and I I just really look forward to getting that player feedback, and then then building on that and turning it into like like a year long journey again. Do you anticipate a, a longer-term relationship kind of like you had with Awesome Knots? Do you anticipate having kind of a longer-term relationship with Blightbound in that, in that same way? I sure hope so. Um, yeah? Yeah, it's, 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 it's something that we've, we've really... Like, when we set out to do this, um, that was one of the big ideas, right? Um, awesome Knots was at its best, like, years after its initial launch, just because... It had had so many improvements, so much player feedback, um, and and for this, we really also just want to want to get out there, have people play it, get their input on on what they like, see see how really the best players in the world are tackling this, and taking all of that those experiences and making the game better for everyone. Sorry for everyone. Mm. Uh, mm. So hopefully, like this will be a a, a journey that again. Is gonna is gonna take us years, and I, I couldn't be more excited. Do you think? That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Uh, and uh, you know, we obviously hope to be along for that ride as well, um, for as long as we can keep that strain. Profit from it. Keep, yeah, for as long as we can. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something <laughs> much more thoughtful, but JM nailed it. JM just fucking nailed it. Um, as long as there's a 10% emotional profit for us. Exactly. Huh? exactly. We can vicariously exactly. enjoy that thrill that you're getting from making yeah. such an excellent game. Yeah. I, I love to talk about happiness in terms of percentages. So, mm. um, yeah, this is this is a great conversation right now. Vicarious percentage of happiness. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, are you guys hopeful, Robin, that um, a lot of the people who enjoyed Awesome Noughts and continue to enjoy Awesome Noughts, do you, do you hope that um, a lot of uh, kind of that community that you've built will want to jump over to Blightbound as well? Yeah, I sure hope so. Uh, the awesome, or Blightbound in many ways builds on, on things that we have learned from our time with Awesome Noughts. And I really hope a lot of these things will, in a way, feel familiar, even though it's such a vastly... It's a different game type. It's a different atmosphere. Um, but but I just hope people will, will really sort of feel the the same magic that we had in Awesomenauts. It's it's uh, relatively shorter games. It's very you can really pick up and play. It's it's friendly to play with your friends in a way. Um, mm -hmm. And I think if people enjoyed playing Awesomenauts with their friends, this is this is the next game for them. 
Um, yeah, it's definitely when uh, so JM and I have played it together, um, and you definitely get that. There's definitely more of a sense in this type of a game uh, of, I mean, cooperative play in the truest sense of the word, really, because. Uh, the three characters that you choose from all have to be separate classes in order to complement each other's abilities to take down certain enemies, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a warrior class, there's a an assassin class, and there's a mage class. And all of these yeah. three have to be present in a game to, to venture into the Blight, and they all bring something unique to the team. And you can really only get really far, at least on the, the higher difficulties, by really leveraging those skills. Uh, the, the the warrior is just by far the best at, at tanking damage, uh, keeping enemies occupied, managing crowd control, while the rogue should be running around uh, interrupting enemies to prevent them from casting their skills. And the mage is a, is a really mobile character that really needs to support his team uh, but by healing uh, and collecting mana and and everyone has their part to play and you can only really win by doing so hey forecasted tears this is jm here uh hope you're enjoying episode five of the forecast we're having a great time interviewing robin and hope y'all are getting excited about lightbound just a quick word from our sponsors um if you're like me you've been reading a lot of books during self-isolation and sometimes you have to pause that book to do something else like work or sleep or eat and if you're like me when you come back to start reading your book again you don't want to have to start over from the beginning just because you got interrupted. Uh, and so it's really nice to be able to start from where you left off. And the best way to do that, I've found personally, is by using a bookmark. And the best way to get bookmarks is to become a member of the Pikuniku Bookmark Service. It's just like going to the store to buy your bookmarks, but instead of having to spend hours driving around your neighborhood from bookmark store to bookmark store, or browsing online to pick a bookmark that maybe doesn't actually meet your needs when it shows up, if you become a member of the Pikuniku Bookmark Service, a team of Pikuniku Bookmark Specialists specifically select exactly the Pikuniku Bookmarks that are right for you and ship them straight to your door every week. That's right. Every week, you will receive 17 Pikuniku Bookmarks by mail. All 17 bookmarks are identical, and every week the same 17 identical Pikuniku bookmarks arrive at your doorstep, and they're all yours. These bookmarks can save your place in any book for an indefinite amount of time, although they cannot legally be used for any purpose other than to mark your place in a single book or magazine. And that's why you get 17 of them every week, because any individual Pikuniku bookmark is non-transferable. It can't be transferred between reading products. Once you've paired your Pikuniku bookmark with a particular book, they're paired for life. Tampering with, or in any way damaging or reselling any of the Pikuniku bookmarks that you'll receive is a violation of your end-user license agreement and will result in fines and other monetary penalties. For $37.59 a month, it's a great deal, and I highly recommend that you give it a try. Use the coupon code FORTCAST at checkout to receive a 10% bonus cost on your order. I love being a member of the Pikuniku Bookmark Service, and I know you will too. Alright, back to the forecast. So, I've just noticed that there are three of us on this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. So you're very good at this. Which yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, <laughs> that working in marketing is not always conducive to being able to count, but in this instance, it's paid off perfectly because I can count to at least five, and I know there's not that many people here. Hmm. But seeing as there's three of us, which classes would we be? Maybe we should let Robin answer that. Who? So who would who would JM and I be, and who would you be, Robin? I think JM venture into the flight. <laughs> uh, JM should probably be the mage. Uh, he he has the the magey voice. Uh, he he voiced the elder for the trailer, um, and I think he could really pull off a mage. Um, you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> <laughs> I brought.
brought snacks. Don't eat them all at once. They need to last the whole journey. Oh, you've done it now, Robin. Yeah. He's going to be like this for the rest of the podcast now. To save our world, we tore the Shadow Titan down. We had to, after he shattered the sun. <laughs> he ruined oh. our picnic days. I can't. Uh, That's my, beautiful. Thank I you. Think, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna use my uh, native accent as uh, as my accent for my character. Sure. Warrior, the burly the, yeah, tank warrior. Exactly. Uh, yeah. the, the lovely effect warrior from London. I guess that you really mm. have to be the warrior. <laughs> oh well, I am a tank. People do often say that, <laughs> that Robbie <laughs> Patterson, he's a fucking tank. He fucking holds it down. Just holds it down, chugging beers. <laughs> you Send know, you press over to Robbie. Send I'm very. I'm a frontline mercenary. I can take that. I can soak up the damage. I'm going to have to soak up a lot of your damage, Robin. <laughs> I guess Ooh, so. That got, that got romantic. <laughs> no, that's going real quick. Love in lockdown. Yes. Love in lockdown. Uh, remote so that would, leave you, that would leave you as... As, as the assassin. Um, oh, which is an, probably say, requires the most skill, yeah? Exactly, you get this? It's I just, guess so. He's just making himself the best character. Uh, this is actually in a, an all-female class right now. Um, but, uh, but I, I have long hair, so, so we'll, we'll just pretend. Um, hmm. how gender normative. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I have long hair, Robin. Oh, no, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is I try to salvage this. this. Is Does it make either of you women? No. <laughs> <laughs> just... So you were talking about the assassin class. Yeah, the assassin class. Uh, there, there are a bunch of, of dual dagger wielding uh females that that just really have a, a lot of mobility skills that they, they can they can uh they have smoke bombs uh throwing blades all that sort of stuff and it's actually the class yeah, that yeah. I, I really enjoy playing they have a, a really cool dash mechanic um they they have abilities that charge their their ultimate skill really quick which like a very high damage ability um, and I just really love slashing my way across the field, um, just to charge that ultimate and then just really tear everything apart. Okay, so stink bombs, nice. got it. You like stink, stink bombs. bombs. Stink bombs. Yeah, I guess so. Stink bombs. <laughs> okay. Look forward to those in the game, everybody. And that's like, stink yeah. bombs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's actually <laughs> something that's, uh, that's, that I think really works well in Blightbound is is the fact that uh by by playing to your role you actually become really really powerful so as i said the the assassins um they by by attacking their enemies they're able to charge uh, their ultimate skill really quick um and that's just a really high damage ability but for warriors they have to soak up damage to actually charge that so it means that if you're actually properly tanking, you'll get that ultimate ability really quick. And it allows you to, uh, you can actually see it in the trailer, uh, turn into a really big, angry avatar of, of molten lava. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. That's, that's Robbie that all over. That sounds like me. That sounds a lot like yeah. me, to be fair. Yeah. People always call me molten lava. <laughs> Never seen him during teardown. Oh. <laughs> Oof. I just fucking I just cut through that booth like a hot knife through butter. Ooh, it's so angry. Yeah. Nice. Angry so dude. yeah, you're perfect for this. We already established yeah. that. <laughs> um and, and the mage, they uh they're the healers of the group and they charge their ultimate by actually healing their team members. And to do that they'll have to gather mana that that on occasion will sort of pop up in levels. Um so it's really a scramble to to keep gathering mana. Uh, for, uh, uh, teleporting around, the, healing your your allies, and that sort of thing. The hardest part is that the healing is localized around the mage mm-hmm. when you do the healing. Yeah, that's probably the hardest part about it for me is like getting in, healing, and then getting back out because you're still kind of squishy as the mage. Yeah, you're really. I've squishy. played a few times where people haven't been playing the mage right, and it's been making me mad. So I'm glad you let me play the mage because show him. <sighs> The mage, you gotta have him heal. You gotta yeah, heal. the mage practices <clears throat> very good social distancing. 
Yeah. Until he does. The, <laughs> well, until he dies. <laughs> yeah. In a way, the fun part is that uh, casting the heel actually takes like a second and a bit. And the range isn't that big. So it's actually very well, very much possible to teleport to your ally, start healing, and then they just run off, which is probably the most frustrating thing ever. But it's also mm. part to playing mm. the mage that I actually really love. Like if you if mm. you nail that, if you're actually doing a great job at healing your team, uh, and they're doing a great job at getting healed, that that mm. feels really good. <laughs> mm. sorry, Instead of running around yeah. just doing whatever the fuck, it's their fucking fault. If if they if they're not doing a good job getting healed, then they're on their own. So speaking of keeping people in the, their place and doing what they should be doing where they should be doing it. What exactly is the life of an indie games producer like? Um, that's a good question. In a way, it's 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 like wrangling cats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a team of about uh, 28 right now, um, but we're all working on one game, and that game has... Mm-hmm. has uh, been in development for almost three years, like from its very from its very start. Um, there's a, a lot of great ideas floating around. There's a lot of of people working on on different moving parts, and at the end, everything has to come together. And it is my job as mm-hmm. a producer to make sure that that all of that is aligned. Um, and mm. it's it's it involves a lot of talking to people about the stuff they're working on, what they need, how this is all going to fit into into the the greater machine, so to say. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot of uh, talking, getting people to talk to each other, uh, and and really just trying to, to keep an eye on on the machine as a whole. Mm. How long have you nice. been uh, working in production for? I started uh, in 2011, actually. I I just graduated from from university, uh, and Ronimo took me on as an intern. And uh, wow. and I was Straight. I was able to, right. to stick uh, to stay around. Uh, and it's you actually... must have made really good cups of coffee. <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> I I did not start drinking coffee until my first day at Ronimo when someone just asked me, "Do you want coffee?" And in my head, it was like, <laughs> "I'm a game developer now, so that's a yes." <laughs> Sweet baby, poor child. I've never had coffee before. The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's amazing. <laughs> and at some point, uh, the in the Osmonds community, the meme was that I drank a lot of coffee. So uh, it's been it's been quite the journey since. <laughs> oh wow! So you're okay. you're 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 an awesome you Nauts community meme. Yeah. <laughs> from, <laughs> for drinking no coffee, coffee to coffee meme. Wow. What was um, your What was your nickname in the Awesome Nauts community? Coffee guy. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. If they had a nickname for me, uh, I've always gone oh. by by Mataki. Um, that so I guess that's how most players know me in the Awesome Months community. Um, okay, but so, th- they just know know me as the as one of the faces on our on our weekly or biweekly streams. So that's so I'm curious. So you, there's there's a strong Awesome Knots community. How do you communicate with your community so there's you have bi-weekly streams yeah for the, for the longest time we did like we've kept it up for years um mm-hmm. and especially back in the day um a lot of it went through our forums we had um, a group group of players really really dedicated actually going to to huge discussions about what sort of balance changes would be beneficial um mm-hmm. and in a way, we would just really encourage these players to have that discussion and let us know what came out. Um, because it didn't take very long for people to get much better at Awesome Nods than, than we as the devs were. Um, mm. And that was a really exciting time. Just just to get to see people push our game to, to such a level. Um, at that point, we knew we'd really done well. Um and we we really just encourage those players to to give us their feedback. Um, over the years, it's gotten a lot easier. Like now, there's Discord, uh, which is a great place for communities to hang out. Um, and I also so just really look forward to getting a an active Lightbound community in our Discord at discord.gg/ronimo. 
um, where Ooh, where everyone's welcome. That's how you're supposed plug. to do it. Good <laughs> plug. Um, I can tell you've done this. Sorry, wait. I, I didn't hear that. What was that, Rob? Oh, uh, that was uh, uh, discord.gg slash Ronimo. Uh, everyone's welcome. Discord.gg slash Ronimo. I think it was discord.gg slash Ronimo. Yeah, that's it. Discord.gg slash Ronimo? Dana. Ah, we should yeah. make a jingle for that. Discord.gg slash Ronimo. It just rolls off the tongue. Just rolls off the tongue. I love it. Is Ronimo an abbreviation of Geronimo? No, it's actually short for Robot Ninja Monkey. Okay. Duh. Uh, Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, can you I feel like a dummy. explain that name to us, please? Uh, I actually have no idea exactly why why it became that. Um, Robot but, yeah, Ninja Monkey. It works. Um, I think it does. It works. At some point, we were called Banana Games, uh, and the mm. logo was a strawberry. That's about all mm. I know about this. Nice. These I games like that developers. Level of these game developers are so eccentric. Makes me yeah. sick. Because you have no eccentricity. Yes, I have no creative bones in my body. That's why I work. Perfectly in, spheroid. Why I work in marketing. Um. So. Having just kind of talked about um, Awesome Noughts for a little bit and the awesome community that you built up there and stuff, and the fact that you guys worked on it for such a long time as well, where did, like, how did Blightbound come about? Where did that idea generate? Um, that was actually, that was quite a journey. Um, I think in the, in the latter half of 2017, I think, we we really started talking about hey what what are we going to do next um we had really at that point we'd really pushed awesome knots as as far as it would go in many ways um and we kind of started thinking about like what would we like to do next and we spent probably like a half a year just just talking about ideas making various prototypes um and we landed on on the idea that we everyone just enjoyed cooperative play um and really really working together on on something uh not not playing a a game where everyone is doing the exact same thing and you know you, for example you're just finding a boss and everyone is shooting it um and you're playing the same classes but really everyone is playing a, a different piece of the puzzle um and and that was, in a way, the very start of Blightbound. Um, and as we sort of started figuring out what such a cooperative experience would be like, um, we started running into to some, some frustrations that we actually had with other cooperative games. For example, if you look at, at a game like World of Warcraft, which a lot of people at our office have played over the years, one of the main things that hold us back from playing it with each other is that everyone is on a different level or or like on a different mm. server or maybe a different faction. And even if you've put a thousands, thousands of hours into that game, there's still actually a good chance you're not able to play together if you want to. Um, mm. so, so while exploring sort of what we liked about cooperative experiences and what we didn't, we, we got to a couple of ideas that were really, really fundamental to Blightbound. Um, and then I guess early in, in 2018, we put together a pitch that, that put all of these ideas together, had a, had a really rough, rough looking demo of a, a shirtless dude running around and, and slashing at some enemies and a very Conan, Conan style, like, um, just a, a brief video of what we wanted the game to look like. Um, and, uh, and we talked to Devolver <laughs> and the rest is, is now history and you can look forward to playing it. <laughs> well, you say the rest is history, Robin, <laughs> but <laughs> our next question is... Technically the rest is the future. Is gonna be... I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, how did, uh, Ronimo and Devolver, uh, first come into contact with one another? Do you remember? I well, the very first time I personally talked to someone from Ranimo 
was in 2011 at Gamescom, where I remember Nigel was hanging out at the booth of our then publisher, um, and I just remember talking to him. <laughs> um, since then, I don't think a lot of a, a lot has happened. Um, <laughs> but in early 2018, I sent him an email <laughs> uh, saying, "Hey, we're, we have a new game that we'd like to pitch. Do you have time at GDC?" And he said, "Hell yes!" Uh, and and yeah, that's kind of it. We met at GDC, <laughs> and uh, hmm. actually, it was the the biggest meeting that we had. Like the the most, the biggest amount of people in the room. And everyone just sat there and was really, really interested in the game. Just wanted to hear about our ideas, wanted to see everything we had to share. Um, mm -hmm. And and that made it a really fun meeting as well. We we really talked about the ideas going into the game, and and we were excited. Uh, the Devolver team was excited, and that was just a really positive way to to sort of hit this off. Like uh, I, I, this yeah, this sounds really so really what, positive. But uh, out of all our <laughs> meetings, that was a really really special one. Um, just because it it was actually just a fun meeting to talk about these type of games. I think that's something that we've always kind of prided ourselves on. Really, is you know, you you want uh, we we did a podcast recently where we talked about um, uh, developers pitching uh, to publishers and things and um we kind of talked at length about the fact that you want people to be it, as excited as you are about your game right because you know regardless of whether or not people are putting money on the table or promising you this that and the other you know if they're not sitting there and they don't seem anywhere interested in what you're trying to do or they don't have any opinion at all um you know you're not i just don't think you're going to get the same kind of relationship out of that and the same satisfaction out of that working with a publisher yeah i i really agree um hopefully this will be like as i said a journey that's going to be going to go on for years with blightbound and we just really want to find a partner that that was excited for the game and and would actually be excited for this going on for years. Um, I know there there's there's companies out there that are just in a way a publisher as an investor, but we really wanted to find a partner um, mm -hmm. to actually go at it together. And go at it together, we will into Robin. the blight. <laughs> you have my into the blight. <laughs> oh, there it was. <laughs> you have mine and JM's sword and axe, respectively. Oh no, wait, sword and magic wand? Wand. Magic wand. My wand. His wand. I My forgot. staff of power. Is it your staff now? You've upgraded from a, a wand. Staff of power. See, this is what happens. He takes one thing and then the next thing you know, he's he's got a wand, then he's got a staff. What next? A scepter? <laughs> I have a scepter. Oh, fuck's sake. Actually, I was just yeah. thinking, what do the hobbits actually bring to the table in that scene? Because everyone is like, I, I am super badass and I'm going to help you out. And the hobbits are just like, yeah, we're coming too. Um, well, like, the hobbits bring Samwise fucking Gamgee. Yeah, yeah. Well, the hobbits are like... They're, they're, Samwise the fuck Gamgee. The hobbits are the pure of heart, right? Like, the, the, the whole point that um, they're... Frodo carries the burden of the ring and has his friends around him. Is that they're Sam the, fucking carries Frodo? Yeah, they're the only ones that like have the the inner strength, you know, to uh, to weather racist the, ass elves. Fucking hate elves. Fucking elves. Fuck elves. So we know we know the story from the trailer. Yeah, the we story from the trailer. He... There's a there's yeah. a golem that shatters the sun, um, and uh, and uh, but in revenge, the golem is also destroyed, and from its corpse, 
the blight creeps forth. Um, and it it starts infecting everything. Uh, and the final the final survivors now live in villages on top of the hills because the, the blight keeps filling up the world. And all they have, have left is really to venture out into the blight, uh, find find more survivors, find resources, uh, and and sort of hope they can fight this back in some way. Oh god, that's a little too close to home, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it, oh, it's like an allegory for coronavirus. Ooh. So you've got a strong, uh, you've got a strong narrative arc going on in this game. Hopefully. Is the, is the plan. Yeah, uh, and hopefully that's also something that'll sort of evolve of, with updates and, and new areas that mm-hmm. we add and new heroes. And one thing that, that I personally think is really cool is that every single hero that you play also has their their own story. They have their own journey. Like you're, there, There's a bunch of heroes to play with, um, but they're all here for their own reasons. And... Uh, mm-hmm. and by playing them, you'll you can run into various uh, other characters or or objects that sort of further their stories. Mm. Um, and in some ways, uh, that might lead them to new loot. It might lead you to new heroes, that sort of stuff. But every single hero has their own personalized story that you'll you'll uncover as you play with other people online. So there's like a rich environment for possible slash fic in the future. <laughs> yes, I guess so. Lots of characters with distinct personalities and stories. That's great. No, that's terrific. That's definitely an important part of community in these in, in these long-term game projects, right? I mean, that that's something you guys have space for in Awesome Knots. Yeah. On the forums? Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of cool ideas. And, and two of the Awesome Knots that we actually have in our roster are are designed by the community. We had two contests wow. to submit really? to submit like a visual design and a um, and a backstory and and we made a selection out of that. People voted on it and, and that's actually which is what, what happened in the game. But Awesome Knots wow. is such a such a just a cartoon like crazy world because we have time traveling monkeys with a jetpack and we have weird uh, four-eyed aliens riding a motorbike um mm-hmm. we we have a, just yeah it's you, you can't make it so too you're crazy hoping... and that is yeah. that is a really fun way and that makes it just so easy to play around with lots of cool things nice um so you're hoping for a little more grounded romance in the blightbound slash fic yeah i guess so it's it's really <laughs> it's pre- it's pretty dark it's it's very it's mm. very much inspired by by Conan in a way that is just oh, very very sexy then <laughs> yes i'm a I'm a big fan of of Robert E. Howard's Conan series mm-hmm. they're wonderful stories yeah and it's you know it's 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 dark it's it's bloody it's violent uh but there but there is magic there and uh and that is sort of the the line we're following in a way. Mm. All of these, all of these heroes are are actually just really badass heroes, but they they really, it, it's gritty. They they need to fight to survive. Exciting stuff. Well, I don't know about you, JM. Have you got any more questions for Robin? Uh, well, Robbie, you had some other questions written down about uh favorite devolver games or games in general so of robin yeah that's... did you feel that was too on brand uh, no 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 i was just about to move on to that i was about to say oh, that okay. we uh, w- we would like to thank robin i would like to thank robin for coming here and I telling wouldn't. us all about ron and Mer- you wouldn't <laughs> no i do oh. i thank you robin. i would like Come to thank on. you both for having me jm oh well before you go we 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 sh- we will talk a little bit about uh, your devolver knowledge. Sure. Just to put you on the spot a little bit. So <laughs> if you fail, you lose some of the cut on the profits of your game, which is Oh, you fun. lose all of them. You're out yeah. the door. We've already, oh. we've yeah. already made a There's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure now, <laughs> so, but I'm up for it. Uh, do you have, uh, do you have any, a favorite devolver game? Um, actually, I think 
it might be it's probably the first devolver game that I played um, and it's such a classic it's really serious Sam uh, I have played that on on so many different platforms and it just continues to be a very just a fun game and in a way it's very very much like games that that uh, we at Runamo like to make there it's just a fun game it doesn't take itself too seriously but as a game it's really it's it is a serious game um so yeah Good i love that i really love that game it's it is in a way sort of the first person shooter that Ronimo would make if we made first person shooters wow uh, or or that i would love to make um you hear that crow team they're coming they're for you they're coming for you crow team no, it, it is, you, honestly, that game is, is a real inspiration in that regard. Um, wow, so you, uh-huh. you must be excited for whatever's around the corner. Yes. Uh, I, I, I believe I am. <laughs> <laughs> Having all of the serious Sam games in VR. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if I can I'm handle that. <laughs> They're already out in VR. Yeah. You can play them in VR. Nice. I should do. I should do that once I ever upgrade to a VR headset. <laughs> but hey, with all the seeing as I answered this answer correctly, I'm still getting profits from Lightbound, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. That remains to be seen. Uh, and, we're and, still gonna. We're gonna keep you on a rolling kind of. We're gonna be. We're gonna be testing you once every two weeks just to make sure you're still on the level. That's fair. And, and there's another game that I actually play quite a bit of. It's uh, it's also by Crow Team. Um, it's a it's a Telus principle. That is a game that yes, I good. I really dig, and I'm just I am so happy that that game exists. It's it's amazing. Me too. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, that's... Did you play Road to Gehenna? No, I haven't. It's really perfect uh, in this time of social distancing. I, yeah, sure. Um, but you, as the as the robot, you explore an area where all of these other robots have been like imprisoned. Like mm. they're just stuck in cages, but they can all chat through kind of forum style. You know how you get on the computers in Talos Principle. Yeah. Uh, so it's like that, but instead of like like so, there's all these other characters, and you can kind of see them having their chats, and I think you can get involved. But it's it's very interesting because it's all these people experiencing each other through each other's stories and from kind of a social distanced uh, perspective before you know we were social distancing and it was wild i I loved it when it came out and uh and so now it's uh it's even more poignant i think nice that's actually a great recommendation i um i think i I played i think serious i think serious sam will become more poignant as the years go by as well (laughs) i hope not (laughs) we'll see i hate running backwards (laughs) i i actually play i played tell principle when it came out and i recently replayed it um, and I went for uh, when when I finished it, uh, there were still a couple of secrets left to go, and I I really I went for the one hundred percent completion. And after that, mm. I felt like, oh wait, there's DLC. I should do that. But first, I'll take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get all of the stars like on your own without cheating? No, I didn't. Okay. I was like, "Holy shit! You got some kind of fucking wizard witch brain." How the I got quite some a few, of those though, stars are. Some are just not fun. I some of them like you have to like pinhole stuff between puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that those are the Nuts. the ones I I really liked actually. Um, again, I didn't yeah. solve all of them, but a lot of them were like, hmm. There's actually a, a finite amount of places where you could do this from, so so let's just try to figure it out. Um, but yeah, yeah there, there's a couple that I I just had to look up, and even then I went like, I pity the fool that that figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're amazing though. There's such yeah, such amazing puzzles. Oh yeah, uh, the, well yeah, the storytelling in that game is incredible as well. It's one it's of those so games good. that really takes you by surprise. Like the longer you play it as well. The more mm-hmm. and more of itself it starts to reveal to you, and you just go, "Oh, what the fuck!" I really enjoyed so good. that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what Blightbound throws at us as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you guys recently played for a couple of rounds with us, right? We did. Yeah, we've only played the uh, yeah, kind of the opening few. Areas. I've mostly been doing footage capture yeah. plays, so I haven't gotten to like 
proper play very much. So, like, UI is turned off and everybody's got, like, god mode on so we can't die. So it's fun, but it's there's there's less... There's not the, the thrill and the danger uh, and being able to see, you know, when my abilities are charged. That's fair. Huh. <laughs> we should play soon. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love well. to play. And hopefully... Everyone who's listened to this podcast or seen the trailer or read about the announcement today will also be excited to play soon. Uh, Blightbound is going to be coming to Steam Early Access later this year. Mm-hmm. That's correct, as far as... Can they wishlist it as of today? They can. Can it be wishlisted? Yeah, it can, can be wishlisted. It can be wishlisted. Uh, you can also visit blightbound.com, uh, where you can find out uh, loads more information about the game and... You can see some of the amazing artwork and animation um, on the site as well because it's all really fucking cool. Who did all the artwork, by the way, Robin? Um, all of the artworks in house, uh, but the there's a the the key art, like the the marketing image that that you'll see in a lot of the banners, um, is by uh, Jordi Knoop, who's a a Dutch, I think, freelance artist, um, and. Uh, some of my colleagues found his work, were really excited about it, contacted him, asked him if he wanted to do this, and he was like, shit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and now we have this amazing sort of poster art that's, that's really dark and gritty and angry um, and exciting. It is extremely nice. cool. The art style is really, really nice. So I think, uh, before we do our links at the end, JM... Could you do your trailer voice for us? And direct uh, people to okay. the Discord. And direct people to the Discord. Oh, yeah. What was the... Dis- uh, the thing is, I don't know what to say. Uh, what was the... Uh, what's the Discord? Discord.gg slash Ronimo. That is correct. Oh, gosh. Oh, now I'm all nervous. Oh, it's okay. Gosh. It's okay. It's just us here. It's just us. Okay. All right. As long as nobody else can hear it. Uh, what do I say? I, I can't do the voice and think of what to say. Why don't you say, uh, for more information about Blightbound, visit blightbound.com or join the Discord, discord.gg forward slash Ronimo, and then, okay. I don't know, and then whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> To save our world. All right, there he is. To learn more about Blightbound, visit www.blightbound.com or join the Discord at discord.gg forward slash Ronimo. It's short for Robot Ninja Monkey. Yes! That's beautiful. That Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually so likely to pop up in other places as well. <laughs> You've done it Fantastic. now. Get some. Amazing. <laughs> right, well, Robin, thank you so much for joining us. We are uh, very excited for Blight Band and really happy that we're going to be working with you guys uh, to bring it to the masses Woo! for everyone to enjoy. Thank Should you very off. much. Uh, and yeah. likewise, it's, it's really exciting to be working with you guys. Yeah, um, we're fucking great. You are really <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> fucking love Nigel, like, swooping that. in on other publishers' <laughs> booths and, like, hanging out. Yeah. That's Nigel's what good. Been. Honestly, just as a... When we started out with this, we were talking about, do we want to find a publisher for this, or do we want to do it alone? Uh, because we'd had a really good run doing Awesome Mods independently. Um and we kind of just settled on, you know what, if we're going to find a publisher, it would be really cool if it's Devolver. <laughs> and now, uh, like two and a half years later, we're here, and it's really fucking cool. Uh-huh. So yeah, thank you very much. It. Devolver okay. Digital. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of uh, episode five Holy of the Devolver shit. Digital forecast. Yeah, man. Episode number five. Nice. And we still only have two <clears throat> reviews on iTunes. Oh, but you know what we do have? We have some. Uh, we have some cast mentions on <gasps> Twitter. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Here we go. We got that email. Hold on. I got to get that email pulled up. Somebody sent an email, and they said... Did so both the email of you was about <laughs> what? Did both of you review this on iTunes, or did other people review this on iTunes? I haven't reviewed it on iTunes. I did one review. So somebody, uh, uh, thanks, uh, uh, thanks, other person. A guy named a pe- Jim emailed us to talk about how great logos are for branding on a project, and also having your key art and your logo as separate uh, elements, so that uh, mediums can post your art and logos cleanly and safely. Uh, so that's just some advice on marketing from Jim. Good, uh, good one, Jim. Thank yeah. you. That so over is a good one. Yeah, that's 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 solid advice. Uh, so at d underscore r one two three on Twitter says, "How did you two fine gentlemen end up at Devolver?" Uh, which I don't understand because there's no fine gentlemen on the Fork Cast. So that no, must I don't be... know who he's referring to. Uh, noisy. Says Robbie, what anime were you watching before the pigeon before the pigeon sex distracted you? Oh, I'm glad you asked. What were they called? What was the person called? Uh, that's Noisy Boy 850. Hey, Noisy Boy 850. I'm glad you asked. The anime is called, and I haven't looked up how to pronounce this, but it's spelled like this. It's spelled like it's it's supposed to be pronounced Haikyuu. Oh shit! You're watching Haikyuu. Dude, it's how so fucking good is good. that show? It's so excellent. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. And I'm probably going to watch some more after we finish the podcast nice. recording. Because uh, I, have, I haven't watched it for a week or so. And um, yeah, I'm excited to get back it's into so it. Good. It's so good. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'd love to play a game with those guys. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of like... Dating scene. Uh, well, it'd be cool to play the matches as yeah. well, but like play the matches in a way where it's like, you know, you still have that internal mm-hmm. monologue, you know, so it's like you have to like conjure up your fighting spirit and stuff. Like, nice touching. Oh man. Oh, it'd be fucking great. My guy. Yeah, so good. So that's uh, what I've been. That's Dodger what I was watching. Brent recommended that to me. Ah. Yeah. So I have one more Twitter forecast mention, but I'm going to save it to the end. Um, okay. So do we do our do we do our links now? Yeah, let's do the links now. Click on the link in my voice to email us forkcast at devolverdigital dot com. That's F O R K C A S T. You can also find our episodes and more at forkcast dot devolverdigital dot com. That's D E V O. Oh, I forgot how to spell it anyway. Just wow, keep going. Wow, wow, Just wow. keep going. Sorry, I was going to spell Devolver that, Digital. Really... Nah, I, oh, I was yeah. jumping in. Then I uh, couldn't okay. even spell it. D-E-V-O-L-V-E-R-D-I-G-I-T-A-L dot C-O-M. There you go. See? Bringing it back. Thanks. Bringing it back. We need to get a little cheer sorted for that, don't we? Yay! And you can follow... Oh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Pod, Pack. I don't know. What are the other pod things? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Vieco does but, it all. God bless yeah. you, Vieco. And leave us some nice reviews and some star ratings because we uh, want to make our way up those lists um so that more and more people can listen to us talk absolute shit mm-hmm. and you can find more of our absolute shit at devolver digital on twitter mm-hmm. or instagram mm-hmm. and we can watch we can watch you jm on twitch uh-huh and uh, twitch.tv slash devolver digital there you go uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, tuesdays and tuesdays and thursdays <laughs> mostly around thursdays 3 PM, these days. mostly thursdays 3 yeah. p.m pacific yeah uh, uh oh and robin are you still there i am <laughs> oh see he was creeping again mm. uh where <laughs> can people where can people follow you or what other links do you want to pimp while you're here well, it'd be real lovely if people that are interested in Lightbound join us at discord.gg slash Um But if you're if you're the Twitter kind of person, you can also find us at, at Ronimo Games. Or there's also Facebooks for Ronimo Games, for Blightbound, for Austinauts. Uh, you name it, there's a Facebook for you. Um, I think that's about it. 
Also, there's a Blightbound page on um, on Steam, so if you want to sort of stay in the loop on the game, uh, wishlist it, and you'll get updates as we go, I think. Yeah, it's all about those wishlists. It's all about those mm. wishlists. I mean, it's actually, if, if you're interested in the game, it is honestly just a good way to, to stay uh, updated. I, I wishlist honestly. a whole bunch of games that I just want to hear more about, and you should too. It's also really helpful. To, to developers, especially indie developers, to get wishlisted. Um, Absolutely. It, it helps uh, get them more eyes on their game through the Steam platform and just kind of helps them gauge interest. So, yeah. If you like a game, wishlist it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, uh, the last of the, uh, the hashtag ForkCasts on Twitter, which, by the way, you can hashtag ForkCast if you want us to, if you want to say anything to us. Uh, Walkabilly says, shout out to the hashtag forecast for their genuinely great episode three podcast send off. And I want to try to remember to say this every time we at Devolver Digital recognize that the currency of our age is attention and we thank you for yours. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Devolver out. Oh.